in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Seat Urator podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, leave us a five-star rating. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Visit us at CEORator.com, the only destination on the internet where customers, investors, and employees may rate their company and CEO. So let me explain to you why venture capital can be a dirty game. So I won't name the company, but I saw another check was written for the upteenth or the hundredth or the thousandth cybersecurity company over the past 12 months. And all these cybersecurity companies can't work. And the VCs know this. And the reason why a VC will write a check, even if they're, they're not thrilled with the, the founding management team of said cybersecurity company, the reason why they'll write a check is because they feel pressure to show, or, to show a deal in the cybersecurity space. Why do they feel pressure? Well, the way venture capital works is they're investors. The folks who write the checks to subscribe to the VC funds are called limited partners. Limited partners are typically... Uh, institutional retirement funds. State teach, you know, the, uh, the, the teachers unions, the various state pension funds and so forth. Uh, CalPERS was always one of the biggest ones when I was a, uh, an institutional investor. Um, you know, th- these folks will write checks for 50 million, few hundred million, couple billion, multiple billions. And they'll allocate these checks to various segments of asset management. So X percent will go to, uh, typically most goes to traditional uh, asset classes, such as uh, fixed income and equities. And it may go to active managed funds, uh, a portion will go to index and ETF funds, passive funds. A portion will go to REITs, real estate investment trusts. A portion will go to uh, private equity. A portion will go to venture capital. You know, so it's spread across all these different asset classes. And oftentimes, you know, limited partners will have different filters to determine uh, which asset classes, what the weighting will be across those asset classes, and within those asset classes, who will be the managers. So within VC as an asset class, which venture capital firms will uh, said retirement fund, for example, uh, allocate new money to in, in calendar 18? Well, which VCs have the best return? Which VCs have been active in high-profile deals? What space is a high-profile? Well, cybersecurity is high-profile. Who's written the most checks in cybersecurity space? Given that it's still early days for this most recent wave of cyber uh, cybersecurity, it, it's difficult to really show exits and to show ROI. So who, who's writing the most checks in the space? You know, that, that's often the extent of diligence. I'm not advocating that as proper diligence, but that, that's the surface level diligence that many of these retirement funds will, uh, will, will do on, on a VC firm. Well, XYZ venture firm has written you know, three checks in the space. Let's, they're, they're in the top uh, decile or uh, top one or two percentile. Let, let, let's write a check to, to them. They seem to be active. They probably know what they're doing. And that's how it works. So the venture guys feel pressure to, to show that they've executed deals in the hot space, which at the moment is, is cybersecurity, along with uh, AI and machine learning, but cybersecurity in particular. Uh, and, and so therefore, if you're now the venture firm, you know, there's this moral hazard to just go out and write checks. Yeah, we're not thrilled with this management team. 
but you know we're sort of behind in the deal tables in terms of cybersecurity venture deals. We need to show something. So even though this is our, isn't our first choice, second choice, third choice, it's it, it, it's something. The management team aren't criminals. They seem to have a decent idea. Nobody knows how this stuff works anyway. Let's just write the check and say we wrote a check. And, and that's what happens. And so then, therefore, most of those deals aren't going to work. There hasn't been diligence around uh, how, how said cybersecurity company differentiates versus the other thousand that are out there, the other thousand new ones that have you know, popped up in the past 12 months. You know, they can walk and chew gum at the same time, and therefore they, they get a check. So that, that's, that's why it can be a little bit, a little bit dirty, because nobody wins, right? Well, I mean, there are short-term winners. You know, uh, the, the said entrepreneur gets a check, and maybe they can make it work. Uh, maybe by writing the check, the venture guy gets, the, the venture firm gets a look that they otherwise would not have received from a, uh, a retirement fund, from an institutional uh, LP, a limited partner. Maybe they get an extra look. But the, at, the, at the end of the day, if it's just surf level diligence like this and you're throwing money into a space that's already crowded, what's more than likely to happen is the, the cybersecurity company won't get traction. Maybe they, get, maybe they get some early looks from customers just because there's so much attention in the space. But in terms of real traction, they probably don't get traction. The venture capital firm loses money on the deal. Uh, the limited partner, you know, loses money for, you know, because in, in terms of what money got, got allocated to that specific deal, that money's lost. And uh, the ultimate loser is the, the retiree. You know, it's, it's their capital that's being, quote, unquote, managed by the retirement fund, the limited partner, who's paying somebody else to manage it, the VC firm, in this case, who's allocated it to a deal that they know probably wasn't going to work in the first place. So very little opportunity to succeed, yet the deal happens anyway. So that's the dirty side of VC. See you all next time.